Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, John Richardson. And me, Matt Ford. John, are you uh, happy that Wrexham got promoted? Uh, I've got to tell you, Matthew, I couldn't give a flying shit. I'm glad that's your opinion. I think I'm in a similar place. Yeah. I'm happy for the people of Wrexham and the people who support it. Beyond that, I'd rather not count you gone up automatic as a Nottingham boy, you know? Yeah, um, I d- yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm sort of done with the Hollywood thing. Again, I-, I agree with you. I don't want to be bitter about it. It's it's lovely for the people there. I'm sort of bored of seeing it on the news now. I was just celebrate that a fucking millionaire has flown across the ocean at great expense to the planet to celebrate the fact that it's still money making football better, isn't it? It's still that old story. To pick up on a thread from previous shows, uh, I guess what you're saying is Wrexham, not woke. Uh, ooh, yeah, I guess not. Well, is, yeah, I guess not. Not for the environment. Carbon um, footprint. There's fans coming over now. American people flying over to watch Wrexham. I mean, it, there's a lot of that happening at Leeds. Leeds got the other problem now. <laughs> Since we appointed Allardyce, 49ers franchise frantically booking flights out of Leeds back to America. <laughs> Fuck this. You got to get me out of here, man. Get me a chapper. I'll fucking swim. (laughs) They want to try and sign Gareth Bale. I mean, I wonder if they would. Would he do it, do you think? Um, I don't know what shape he's in. Um, You'd imagine he's still. Looks like a human being. Two arms, two legs, torso and a willy. (laughs) One ahead. (laughs) Oh, that possibly the most revealing five five seconds of the podcast for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do people have? Uh, two arms, two legs, torso, and a wing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> if we've got any psychiatrists or psychologists listening, and you want to talk to us at length about what that says about Matt Ford. Hello. That's, oh, <laughs> <I've> got, <laughs> I keep getting, since I've started working out again, more phlegm. You know what it is? I went in a steam room today. Oh, that'll do it. That'll loosen mm. it. Yeah, yeah and I'm against steam rooms on the whole because I think, ugh, you're basically just poaching in other people's sweat. Yeah, other people's armpit sweat, loosening yeah. the phlegm off your chest. That's all you're coughing up now, the sweat of businessmen. Mm. That's what's inside you. <laughs> businessmen. There's businessmen sat there with their arms and their willies. <laughs> <laughs> but what I do like about the steam room is it does make you feel good and it makes your skin very bright. Doesn't it? Mm, does it? I don't know if you feel, oh, I think so. Yeah, it's good for the skin. Sort of makes you. I don't know. You just go. Oh, I look. A, I look awake. You know. You look less sunken-eyed. Um, Maybe it's just me. That's just the. It's just the fake tan coming off the balls of the businessmen. <laughs> Did you see Roy Keane at the snooker final? I. Do you know what? I didn't. I, I saw the picture that someone tweeted of him, and he looked absolutely... I mean, he looks terrifying everywhere, doesn't he? Yeah. He looked particularly terrifying under that lighting. Yeah, hovering at the top of it. There's something Phantom of the Opera-esque about just a face appearing out of the dark at the top of a theatre. He looked like a sort of defeated finalist from 20 years ago to um, set fire to the ground. Perhaps I could... Uh, I know you're friends with Roy Keane. Could I, could I put him on and just uh, find out what he thought of the final? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, Roy. All right, there. Fucking no. <laughs> you go live now to the Banshees of Inishirin. Um, I didn't like it as a film, you know. I don't know what the fuss is about, but anyway. 
I thought it was all right. I thought it was overrated. But that's probably when films win Oscars, isn't it? You just think this is going to be the best film I've ever seen, and then it's just one of the good films that year. You need to watch Wild Wild Mountain Time instead because that is very knowingly um, ludicrous and more fun. But anywho, that's Fordy's um, uh, tip of the week. What you've got a wine tip for us this week? Well, I tell you what, we went out for dinner last night, and <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing at that? It's just every podcast. I reckon we could edit together a one-minute montage of. I'm not saying you've got multiple personalities, but. <laughs> <laughs> on the same podcast as you like you're having all your who's the most woke i'll tell you who's not woke and it's like i was on the treadmill listening to jack ryan and then so we went out for dinner last night <laughs> how is teddy <laughs> you're not just you an know, impressionist you yourself are about eight different people fuck. i think you've really seen into me there oh oh god <clears throat> it hurts Anyway, it, it was Italian. So, as you know, I ordered a bottle of Chianti Classico. Chianti Classico and a chicken parmesan. Went for the uh, spag bowl. Spag bowl. Bruschetta to start spag bowl. Um, <laughs> you feel like you're an actual Italian man. Yes, I'll have the reserva. Anyway. Oh, I was going to ask that question. So I saw a bottle of Chianti Reserva, and I didn't know if that was the same as Classico. Well, it was Chianti Classico Reserva. So it, it was, anyway, anyway. Treat yourself. Yeah, yeah. Just stick with Chianti Classico. Uh, uh, and then the guy says, actually, I've got a bottle of wine that I think would go better. Um, it's a Primitivo. Um, oh, he's done, yeah. I said, has he? Oh, yeah, he's upsold, Johnny. No, May I, I recommend I, I the Primitivo. It's £249, but I tell you what, you if you... He's, as soon as you've got it, I'll tell you what, Doc, I'll just that spag ball. He's gone, right, I'm rinsing this prick. <laughs> well, anyway. Right, you got any of them little uh, tiny breadsticks? No little tiny thin ones, like twigs. Don't like the big fat ones, the little thin ones. Yeah, cheers, Doc. Yeah, I'll just have spag ball. And what's that tomato shit you put on bread? Yeah, some of that, Doc. <laughs> okay, we've got one on table 17. <laughs> I'm going to, what's that ball of shit we've had for 15 years nobody wants because it tastes <laughs> like piss? Primitivo, yeah, give me five minutes. Hello, my friend. <laughs> Dip me knob in it and pour it in his glass. Anyway, so he goes, uh, I said, actually, we really like Chianti Classico. We, we just have a Chianti Classico. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, a really good bottle oh, of wine. Oh, he pushed back. He pushed back. You also pushed back. I know back. what I like. I know what I like. Bog off. <laughs> anyway, I said, we really like Chianti Classico. He said, no, he said, this is the best bottle of wine. I really like it. I said, well, look, is it like Chianti Classico? He says, it's different. I said, yeah. <laughs> And then he goes, well, I'll tell you what, I'll open a bottle, you try it, if you like Oof. it, have it, if you don't like it, I'll have it. Sod off. I said, well, I can't say no to that, can I? I mean, he boxed me in with pure logic. Mm-hmm. So um, I had a little sip. Now, obviously, when he's standing over you, you're not going to go, Bleh. Yeah. It was nice, though. It was the right decision, and it made me feel lovely and warm and loose and happy. Okay. And, you know, for a bottle of wine, you know, what more do you want? So uh, this week's wine tip, if you're having a nice spag bowl, you want yourself a Primitivo. Mm-mm. You know what? It was it was Mm-mm. nice as a little um, Ooh, change. It wasn't as nice. My view is still, I'm sticking to that advice. The official government advice from the mm-hmm. chief medical officer is Chianti Classico is the best. It really is. It really, really is. So I'm, I'm I'm aware that listeners will think I I don't want to miss out on Roy Keane's view on the snooker. So to, okay, to, sorry. I know he's been sat there all this time. Thank yeah. you for um. Thanks for listening to all that stuff, Roy. Are you a wine man right. yourself? Well, like the occasional battle, like you can't get carried away. 
you know, I'd, I'd have, you know, I like the Chianti Classico, but I like the Malbec. I like the, um, what, the, the Merlot. But, I'm not, you know, I'm not into Bordeaux or anything like that. Beaujolais or Fleury, uh, it, they're too light. You know, you might as well just have, uh, what is it? You know, it, it's the wine equivalent. You know, when you go to the youth club and they give you orange juice, but they, they were skimpy with the portions of the, of the diluting juice. And it, mm-hmm. it tastes like orange. Like, come on, man. Give me something a bit more full-bodied now. You know, well, Alex Ferguson, of course, was a, a huge wine drinker and, and you know, was famous for his entertainment after a game. Did you, did you and Alex ever sit down and, Sir Alex, my, my apologies, sit down and share a bottle after a game? The sort of person I, I, that was often for visiting managers, you know. So it, mm-hmm. it wasn't a big deal for me, but you know, certainly having him around, you know, you talk to him about wine sometimes. You know, he'd say, um, you know, what would you have with a steak, or you know, what 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 would you have, you know, would you do white wine if you're doing your cockle van or whatever, you know? What about with fish? You know, you, you don't want a full-bodied red with that. So you know, he'd give you the advice, you take it on, you know, but you gotta you gotta develop your own views. And my view was that. It, uh, the, 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 in the valleys where I was uh, playing at the time, <laughs> but, uh, I, I, you know, I, I actually hold on a second. <laughs> I didn't want that. Fuck it. Hang on. Oh god, it's more fun than here, and you do it well. Um, all right, I'll let you go, uh, Roy. Yeah, thanks very much. You... No, you know, make your own mind up. You know, try a few wines and and and, and you know, try, try a few <laughs> wines. That's Rick Stein there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yeah, I, I look. I, oh, I completely <laughs> fucking lost it. Okay, okay. Are you on tour soon? Do you want to? Is a good point to plug any live shows? Don't do live show. I occasionally do the overlap with Gary. You know, like at a theatre or whatever you call it. Uh, you know, you take the questions and that. But you know, I'm never going to do like Roy Keane. You know, uh, you know, Emerald the Emerald Isle tour and you know, like, you know, Forty Shades of Keane or whatever. You know, you not find me doing that. Okay. Even though it's a good title, so someone's got. I might give it to Michael or Robbie. Yes, well, Robbie Keane is a little occupied for the next uh, few weeks. Why? What's going on? What's he up to? He has joined Big Sam at Leeds United. You gotta be fucking kidding me. No, um, he's a fucking Carl, idiot. Carl I mean, Robinson. You gotta be. You gotta be gutted with that. Oh no! Fantastic, brilliant. If anyone's going to get the old front line firing again, it's Robbie Keane. He's no, a Leeds he, he, man. He can't add up. He doesn't need to add up. It's not, oh, it's, it's not... Everyone needs to add up. Look, come on, you you got a numeracy drive in the UK at the moment. You know, you, you got eight million adults don't have the numeracy skills of a nine-year-old. It matters. You know, the government's doing a big drive on it. I agree with it. Of course, okay. it matters. You can't add up. You can't. You know, I've seen him use. Um, you just get a calculator, write boobies on it. Uh, just before you go, obviously, uh, Erling Haaland, global sensation. Uh, one of the best footballers that's ever lived. I think well, he's about six opinion. foot two. That's he's a opinion. big boy, that's fast opinion. and strong. You have famously ended the career of his father out of spite. Do you ever worry uh, in the night, you know, if you hear a noise downstairs, do you think maybe Erling's coming for you? Don't worry about nothing. Okay. Never worry. It, okay. It's an emotion that, and, and a feeling that I never understood. I, I think people are just making it up. If you're feeling, if you're genuinely worried about someone, just stop worrying. It's as simple as that. Okay. How heavy is your duvet? Medium. Um, I'm physically fit, so I need something a bit thicker than you know the, the tin stuff that you'd have in the summertime. And I like that all year round. I, I sleep in. Um, I would say, um, like your Calvin Klein boxes, I like supporting the night. You know, I don't want to get testicular torsion, which you get. You know, if you if you you know you wear the loose boxers, it can be like fucking cheese wire on your knackers. You know, so I like to be fully supported in there. It makes me feel nice and warm. But and then I have um, stripped to the waist, and I will have the duvet. Um, I'll expose my torso throughout the night fully. 
So the duvet only comes up to the waistline ever. And, you know, then if anyone bursts in, I am ready. You know, they can't put the duvet over my head. I'd be like, nice try, prick. You know, my new, my move next. So, um, Well, Eamon Holmes, thank you. <laughs> you piece of shit. I'm coming for you, you know. Come okay. for you, my boxer shorts. Scared of life out of you. Okay. You can't get me this week. I've gone mad. Thanks, Roy. Yeah, pleasure. Um, last week, we discussed uh, your stag do. Um, there's been a story uh, sent in. A man from Barcelona Amen. had a stag weekend to remember visiting. What ground do you think he went to? A man from Barcelona has come to the UK to celebrate his stag do. Right. Um, he visited what do I think the... he did? Yeah. What, 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 if you were coming from Barcelona, you're a Barcelonese gentleman. Um, you come into the UK to watch football on your stag do. What, 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 I mean, obviously you'd say Spurs, wouldn't you? No. No? Bad logic. Bad boy. <laughs> Brace yourself, John, because I'm about to get geopolitical. Oh, God. Here we go. As we know, Barcelona is in Catalonia, and they identify, as Pep Guardiola did with his yellow ribbon with the Catalonian separatist movement. So I believe mm-hmm. that if a Barcelonese man was coming to Britain to watch football, he would go to Scotland mm-hmm. and watch Celtic. I see. Okay. And I think that's the parallel. We did that on our stag do, on my stag do, and oh. it, it, it pulls it all together. Well, I can tell you that Cristobal Novo Gonçalvo uh, went to the home of National League Northside Alfreton Town. <laughs> oh, I know Alfreton. Why did do you know what? Alfreton? Um, he was the mascot at Alfreton Town. Uh, so always love to see an adult mascot. Uh, pictures are online. Of him, uh, I mean, he looks so happy. He looks so happy. Um, so why is he, he to Alfreton Town? Well, more than a decade ago, he began to manage Alfreton Town on Football Manager, <laughs> um, and just sort of fell in love with the club. So um, he uh, brought some friends over uh, to Alfreton just before COVID, and they really had a great day. So um, they decided to have his stag do Alfreton. He added, my future wife knows about me and my crazy problem with football and also Alfreton. My mother thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> Don't they look not far out of Nottingham, you see. Right. Derbyshire way. So you'd often go through it on the train. I okay. often wanted to get off there and, and just see what the pubs were like. So in a way, me and this guy have got quite a lot in common. I found the photo of him. He looks so happy. Do you think he looks a little bit like me? Mm. If I was Spanish and I had hair. And and were happy, yeah. So nothing. Like me, teddy really. at night had different hair. Yeah, um, was good looking. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I get. Look, he's short, and he's a bit, and he's you know, um, dark hair. So yes, there's an element of that. I mean, not to besmirch Alfreton Town, but there's a picture of him sort of on the pitch, stood alongside the Alfreton Town captain. I would say Cristobal has a more athletic build. The mascot looks fitter than anyone else in that photo. The <laughs> yeah. referee, the everyone. He looks like, yeah. the, you know, I mean, what a way to, to end the fantasy for you to actually sign for them and play for them. Yeah, he's only 34. Mm. Nah, Alfreton, mate, they don't sign anyone over 27, do they? They've got a very strict transfer policy. Do they? Well, that's a well-run club. You've got to admire that. They wouldn't give it to Big Sam to the end of the season. Although, look, I mean, oh God, if we all stay their players up. look like their nickname is Big. I mean, that's Big Dave, Big Gary, Big Nick. Yeah, 
And then the really big guy's called like Little Phil. Yeah, it's like a, that's it's the like joke. Ironic. <laughs> yeah, we call him Little Phil because uh, yeah, he's eight foot, be nine foot. <laughs> you know, um, been into the funeral chat. You love a funeral, don't you? Minute love silence. a bit of death, don't you? On a comedy podcast, someone has been in touch. Okay. So Simon says, "A minute silence that needs to be heard." Oh, Simon. Simon love you says, work. "You've you've really captured my attention." Um, he says, on the subject of the minute silence, I'm surprised nobody has been in touch with this story already. Okay, so this is one that he's heard, but, you know, it's fine. It's fine, Simon. I'm, I'm glad you've been in touch. He says, in 2018, Ballybrack FC, a Dublin side playing in the Leinster Senior League, declared that one of their players, Fernando Nuno Le Fuente, had been killed in a traffic accident. One report said car crash, another says motorcycle accident. So let's say traffic accident. They asked for their next game to be postponed. However... The accident was a complete lie, and it was designed purely to get the game postponed, reason unknown. On the day that the game was due to be played, other teams across the league held a minute silence for their fallen comrade. Oh my God. That is incredible. This is absolutely mad. He wasn't even dead. Also, he wasn't even aware of the lie. This is mad. Simon, we need more details. That's all he's given us. What's the name of the gentleman? Fernando? Nuno. Nuno. La Fuente. La Fuente. F-U-E. Oh, there we go. It comes up as a uh, footballer who was killed off by Ballybrack FC. Says he is leaving Ireland. (laughs) 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 Because rent prices are too high. (laughs) I thought because they told everyone he was dead. Fernando Nuno La Fuente became a worldwide sensation after his former club faked his death. Um, (laughs) uh, The club apologised for a grave and unacceptable mistake after teams held a minute silence for the Spaniard right across the league. The story made headlines worldwide, catapulting Fernando to overnight fame. But it appears Fernando's time in Ireland is almost up, with the popular software engineer (laughs) announcing that he and (laughs) announcing that he and his wife have decided to leave Ireland in the coming months. Speaking to the Irish Daily Star, Fernando, who now lives in Galway, said, we'll probably leave before the end of the year. We've had so much going on this last year. (laughs) What with me dying and all? We made our decision and we'll leave and go back to Spain. It's like something from, it's like an Irish version of of an Alexander Dumas story, isn't it? Oh, here we go. There's personality number six. Man of the Iron Man. (laughs) It reminds git. me of a tale by Alexandre Dumas. It's dumbass, you idiot. <laughs> nice. Lovely Shawshank reference. Thank you. Pleasure. On emails. Mm-hmm. I've got to tell you, John, I'm very excited to read this one from Sam. Mm-hmm. Saddest listener. Oh, lovely. That's what we're... Keep pumping those comedy topics. Death, yeah, so he, faked he, death, and depression. Here we go. Let's jump in here. Sorry. Yeah. This is the only email of Saddest Listen that was at all usable. It was the saddest thing I've ever had to read. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what, like people just emailing in genuinely to say, I'm really having a bad time? Yeah, it was oh, harrowing. God. Absolutely harrowing. This is the worst feature, Matt Ford, you've ever come okay. up with. This, okay. This, but in a way, because it's the worst feature, that there's a cachet in that, isn't there? So um, get in touch. Hello at cpfpl.com. Are you our saddest listener? And no, I don't thought... ask for more. Poor okay. old bloody Danny having to read all these things Sorry, while Danny. you're off in the pub ordering your Chianti. I No, listen. Listen. <laughs> I said Chianti Classico. I want 
Chianti Classico. Okay? <laughs> Fuck off with your Primitivo. That's what you're doing. Danny's sat at home <laughs> crying his eyes out, reading about the genuine plight of our listeners. You know I don't want to know that this podcast listeners is 90% people who are struggling. That's not what I want. <laughs> you know what I've been doing this week? When I've been, if ever I've had a drink, I find myself like an alcoholic drink, raising it and going, to the king. <laughs> and it's <laughs> yeah. really satisfying. I can see how people get into it. But um, Okay, well, you can have Saturday off then. You don't need to swear allegiance. You've done it. So to all the people that did get in touch, um, sending with the saddest listener, Danny has obviously um, screened those emails so that John and I don't see them. But we do genuinely hope you're okay. Um, yes. You know, this was a, a, a feature launched as a kind of... Um, a bit of fun, and um, we uh, hate the thought that anyone listening to this is going through a bad time, but um, hopefully this podcast helps. But Sam's email was deemed readable, so here we go. He says, I want to throw my hat into the ring for your saddest listener competition. Oh, List of recent achievements include staying in on a sunny weekend to watch football by myself. Oh, that's not sad. That's so bloody that's brilliant. Cool. That's amazing. Eating a subpar meal at a restaurant and fantasizing about the negative TripAdvisor review I was going to write when I got home. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I cool. do that, but then I don't write the TripAdvisor review because then I imagine that there's a reason, you know, that the meal was bad, like somebody's not been well or they're short staffed. I, I ordered a curry last night and it was late, so I rang up and then the guy was so apologetic that I just I felt actually like an arsehole for ringing. Now, listen, I ordered a curry. <laughs> Yeah. On the week that we get a new king. Discovered that my local curry house will serve side sauce. So I don't need to order. I can order a tub of Jalfrezi sauce and cook my own vegan chicken bites. Therefore really creating good. a vegan chicken Jalfrezi. That's John Richardson's top tip for the week. Just mm. wheeling back to Sam. He's got two other achievements that he believes makes him the saddest listener we have. Yeah. He says eating three mini magnums in one sitting all were plain. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Mini magnums, but, though. That's uh, basically one. Ma- that's like I've eaten a magnum. Fair point. I don't think he's sad at all. I think this point, John, will mm-hmm. make you think that he is sad. Actually re-watching a bit of the Brighton Forest game when Matt suggested it. Game over, saddest listener. Congratulations, oh sad Sam. He's done something else. He says, also, <laughs> I have no motivation to do anything. And due to a weak bladder, if I'm not within 50 metres of a toilet, I normally end up pissing in the bushes like a wild animal. <laughs> do I win a free pen? <laughs> oh. Um, Let's make it the electric buzzer one John mentioned. I'll try to use it next time in the bath to put me out of my misery. Oh, no, Sam. Wow. And that's that's the only readable one, is it? The only readable email is one that ends with, can you send me something electric so I can lob it in the bath with myself? See what you've done to this show. Well, look, we hope everyone's okay, obviously. Um, Oh, man. That really made me laugh, the fact that you've watched some of the... Actually, Sam, get back in touch. Did you think it was worth doing, that rewatching the Brighton Forest game? Because I, I think it was. I, I think part of that, he'd have gone, yeah, he's got a point. Hello at cpfpl.com. John, I don't know if you've seen the weather, but uh, there's a storm brewing. Okay, John Ketley. <laughs> that is not the sort of storm I meant. Hopical Storm is the first ever kegged and canned ale from Timothy Taylor's, and it's sweeping across the UK, and it's going down a storm with drinkers, including me. John. I mean, I'm a big fan of Timothy Taylor's, as you know. Big fan of Landlord, big fan of Boltmaker. Mm. This 
is out of this world. I think this might be the tastiest thing they've ever made. Really? My God. I've always just been get me a pint of bitter kind of guy. But I'm definitely now more open to the more citrus end of the market. And this is a 4% triple hopped pale ale. And it's got that lovely mandarin mango passion fruit. Summer's afternoon, sun on your face, hopical storm. Oh, lovely. But um, is it vegan? Yes, it is. It has been signed off by your pals and mine at the Vegan Society. It is completely vegan. What more do you want from a beer? Oh, from a beer, nothing. But I'd like Leeds to stay. Can Timothy Taylor saw that? We can ask them. But for now, let's just be satisfied with the amazing beers they make. Timothy Taylor's is an independent family-owned brewery based at the Knoll Spring in Keithley. Have I said that correctly? Keithley, yeah. Aye, Keithley. They have over 160 years of brewing experience and are renowned for the quality of their cask-conditioned ale. And most famously as we talked about, the amazing landlord. And our CPFPL listeners, see, this is the thing. You get to taste the storm for yourselves. You get 10% off Hopical Storm cans by visiting timothytaylorshop.co.uk and using the code FPL10. That's timothytaylorshop.co.uk and use the code FPL10. What a world to live in. So getting back to the topic that this podcast thrives on, the bitter rivalry within FPL leagues. Um, Mm -hmm. Ollie has been in touch. Ollie. He says, hey, guys, do you have any secret FPL rivalry? Someone you're determined to finish above, even though they have no idea that this rivalry exists. I'm still in my old work FPL league and last year overtook first place on the final week to win the league ahead of someone that joined the company after I left. To my surprise, a few days later, I heard your podcast and this same colleague won the Comedians Playing FPL Cup, winning the star prize of a Toby Carvery voucher. This year he's destroyed our league and he's over 150 points ahead of me. He's become my biggest secret rival, but has no idea about our rivalry or that I listen to the podcast and know about his victory. Well, the news is out now. He says, thanks for the podcast and fuck you, Paul Eyre. I'm coming for you next year. Cheers, Ollie. So if you'd like to declare a secret grievance or rivalry against someone in FPL who has no idea you exist, then this is the place to do it. I don't think I've got one. No, but I tell you what I would like to know. Any secret grievances or rivalries you just got in life? Yeah. Hello at at cpfpl.com. Is there a colleague you hate? Is there a member of a friendship group you loathe? I've got some news for you. You despise... Hello at cpfpl.com. We've just got time on uh, the Listener League to tell you that the top five... Well, let's do the top ten. At number ten, Exeter with applause, Mark James. Number nine, LB Earthquakes, Richard King. Number eight, Arebo Starmix, James Pulteney. Number seven, Wadalay 23, Stu Pankin. Number six, Laum Laum Laum, Richard Millwood. Laum. Four lambs, in it? Um, Nags Head FC at five, Carl McInnes... Uh, Fifty Shades of Shay, Seamus Moran. At number three, we've read out this team name before, but oh my God, Ugh. Nicky McMullen saw it coming, Gangsters Allardyce. Mm. Well, he deserves <laughs> to th- win. He does. Number two, Henry Riley. I look forward to him tumbling down the leagues in a couple of days. Uh, Henry Riley, what's the Matson with you? And at number one, Sitting Pretty, 2020. 2,427 points, including 96 of them accrued um, by uh, in the last week. Uh, it's Rory Brazendale with Brazen Delona CF. Brazen Delona, yeah, like Barcelona, Brazen Delona CF. Uh, so well done, everyone. 
Would you say well, that's the worst pun in the top ten? I would, but worst pun, best team. Is there yeah. a lesson there? Who knows? Yes, that's all we've got time for this episode. Get in touch with us. Tweet us at ComediansFPL or email us hello at cpfpl.com. And please share, subscribe, review, sign up for extra bonus content at anotherslice.com and leave a five-star review because it helps us get up the charts. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.